0: Episode 84, I bring in Gianna Oi. She is working for End Overdose. Pretty awesome company. It's actually a non Started with a founder, his name is Theo, and he is a fireman who in his life has experienced a lot of those who have died with fentanyl overdose. So he had enough. It's a nasal spray that you'd put up your nose when those who are ODing. So, Gianna is the external operations manager, very bright and smart girl. She breaks down the product, how it got started, how it's used, why it's used, and what she's experienced so far, and why she's part of this nonprofit. Before we get to the episode, if you can just take 30 seconds of your time to go on Spotify, search Miked Up Pod, follow the show, but please do me a favor and rate the show and give me a five star rating that way. It's easier for those to find my show. Let's get to episode 84 with Gianna Oi from End Overdose. Here we go. Let's talk about your the product. Let's talk about End Overdose. And, of course, thanks for making the time to come on. This is a, a hot topic nowadays because fentanyl is kind of in the middle of everything, it seems like. I think you know fentanyl has been around since the early 60s and it was used, and it's still used for a painkiller. But uh, fentanyl is now being used as somewhat of a lace, right? For drugs or even candy and food, right?
1: Yeah. So fentanyl, like you said, is actually used as a painkiller, and it's prescribed in a lot of hospital settings. But the problem with fentanyl now being laced in drugs is that it's illicitly manufactured, which means that because it's illegally manufactured, you can't really control the strength of how strong the fentanyl is, which means that it could be about 80 to 100 times stronger than morphine, around 50 times stronger than heroin. So fentanyl is a really, really lethal drug, especially in small quantities. I think it's around like two milligrams which is the equivalent of like a pencil tip to be able to overdose off of fentanyl. Mm. So it's crazy like how small of a quantity can cause somebody to overdose and potentially die.
0: How did this become such a thing? Uh, initially, again, it was used as a painkiller, but how, how did this become a laced drug or it just being laced with, with different type of products? It seems like it's just recent, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, well, I think from personal... Stories I've heard more and more people saying that they've been encountering fentanyl-laced pills, and I think the DEA even has a statistic, um, the Drug Enforcement Agency, about how forty percent of pills tested actually contains a lethal dose of fentanyl, which is an insanely high amount. And that was, I think, statistics from around twenty something in the twenty teens. I want to say like twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen. Don't quote me on that. I'd have to look back at it, but there's potential that it could have even gone up from there as well.
0: So you're saying 40% of drugs being taken are laced with fentanyl, and if somebody takes a laced drug that has fentanyl, how long does it take until it becomes fatal?
1: Yeah, so um, yeah, 40% of drugs tested, I believe, Mm -hmm. contain fentanyl, like 40-41, something like that. But when somebody's in an overdose, especially an opioid overdose, there are um, a few common signs to look for. That includes pinpoint pupils, decreased respiratory rate, and loss of consciousness. That's what we call the opioid overdose triad, the three main common symptoms to look for. And it's important also to understanding the context of the situation as well, because let's say um, someone was doing some sort of stimulant. You wouldn't expect their pupils to be pinpoint or for them to be nodding off or losing consciousness after having just done a stimulant. So mm. that's kind of like the few telltale signs. And when somebody has decreased respiratory rate, this means that they're not able to breathe, They're losing oxygen and with that, within three to five minutes without oxygen, brain damage can start to occur. So that's why it's really important that when you're able to recognize these symptoms to be able to respond and to act fast. And that's also where Narcan comes in, which is what we and Overdose distribute as a nonprofit. We believe that everybody should have accessible Naloxone um so Narcan is essentially the brand name of the nasal spray but the drug itself or the medication itself is called naloxone and it's the antidote for an opioid overdose essentially reverses the opioid overdose by binding to receptors the opioid receptors and knocking off the opioid molecules off of those receptors so it's a amazing amazing medication that has saved a lot of lives and that's why we at end overdose believe that it should be accessible to everybody who needs it or anyone who's at risk of overdosing or knows anybody at risk of overdosing it doesn't even need to be you it could be someone who has a friend or a family member a loved one that they just want to keep it on them just in case anything happens that they could be able to respond
0: have you guys experienced kids or anybody eating candy or food that's been laced with fentanyl
1: we've heard of a lot more things especially being in la of responding to students and younger kids having overdosed Um, we've actually been able to do trainings at a few charter schools around the area to for students and hopefully we'll be doing more for other schools their students and the families as well as the staff so that they know what an overdose looks like and they can be able to respond to that if something does occur on their campus.
0: So the average of a fatal death, let's say a kid has no idea. He's eaten M&Ms and it's laced and the average time for that kid to survive. I mean, a 911 call nowadays is what's the average five minutes, Four, five, six minutes. Is that enough time for a kid to survive?
1: I mean, it really depends on the potency of the drug. So it's really hard to say, especially like I mentioned before, because it's illicitly manufactured, it's hard to say um, how strong the drugs are. And there's even been instances where it takes multiple naloxone doses in order for somebody to be able to start breathing again. But it is very possible that Just a few in just a few minutes, somebody could pass away if they don't get the proper care and they go fall into respiratory depression and are unable to breathe, which is really sad and really tragic. So that's what we're hoping to be able to end. Yeah.
0: I mean, the thing is, is that a kid eating something, he's not going to have your product on the shelf, right at his house or something. So it's like at that point, how long does this poor kid who has no idea what he's about to uh, put into his body, how long does he have, you know, but, but you make a good point. I mean, it matters how big of a dose he's, he's going to intake, right?
1: Yeah. And that's especially hard to test for when they don't, they're unaware that there's fentanyl in their drugs, because mm-hmm. we say that there's probably two ways that fentanyl can get laced Either, I mean, the two ways, on accident or on purpose. It could be laced purposefully because sometimes, because it gives you a stronger high and less product, there's that sort of cost-benefit type of thing to it, but also it could be laced accidentally through cross-contamination. So it's even possible that people who are dealing or people who are taking the drugs also don't know that it's laced, Um, which makes it extremely dangerous because if nobody knows, there's a potential and a possibility for all things that don't come from your pharmacy to be laced, which is why we say that for drugs that don't come from your pharmacy, you should always test them and that all drugs should be tested for fentanyl presence. And you could do that using fentanyl test strips, which we also offer through our nonprofit as well.
0: Theo is your founder. What's his background? What made him create this product?
1: So Theo is a firefighter LA firefighter paramedic. So he has a lot of experience responding to overdoses on the scene. And I believe that he has a really strong passion for this subject as well. Um, he's had a lot of personal loved ones that he's lost to this and this epidemic overdose, including I think his fiance mm. um, and a lot of our volunteers and a lot of our, the people who work with us too are very passionate about it because of that common um unfortunate common circumstance that they all share
0: when was the product created
1: i could tell you when end overdose was created and overdose was created in 2018 by theo mm-hmm. and his friends and um they created during covid also they created this online training module It's free and it gives essentially everybody access to the education, the needed education of how to respond to an overdose, which is super important because as we're trying to push for naloxone to be available to everyone for, like you mentioned a while ago, it might not be common for parents or kids to have naloxone in their houses, but that's what we're trying to push for is for that to be common and that to be something that every household has and every school has every venue has every like it's accessible everywhere just in case something does happen Um, but just as important as having the medication we also are trying to train people and educate people on how to recognize an overdose and how to respond to an overdose so i think that training module that we offer for free is definitely a good educational resource for anybody
0: and you can find that where
1: you can find that on endoverness.net
0: okay has the government gotten involved in your business in a good way and i mean that because if you drive or walk down any street in los angeles we know what's on those streets and it's unfortunate there's there's a ton of homeless people and a lot of them are doing a lot of drugs and a lot of them are od'ing how Are you getting in, in into those people's hands? Has the government come and, and, and approached you guys and said we'd like to help in terms of distributing this product for you guys?
1: Yeah, so the County Department of Public Health offers naloxone distribution programs and we actually have college chapters set up throughout the country, so we're pretty familiar with naloxone distribution programs in different states as well that allow us to have bulk orders of naloxone and be able to distribute it um while that's great i think we there's always a need for more naloxone we don't nearly get as much as we would like because we do go and distribute a ton as well as in other states as well there's different laws that require us. So for example, naloxone that we get from California can't necessarily be sent out to Colorado. So we have to go through different avenues as well to be able to help them get naloxone to distribute to their like community members.
0: Hmm. So they don't allow you to take it state to state only in your state. Is that a is that a political reason or
1: I'm not entirely sure. I think it just has to do with state funding. That would probably be a better question for someone, the person who handles our Ordering from the state and mm-hmm. all that. <laughs>
0: so, so take me through the product. It's a it's a nasal spray, right? So, if you think somebody is is ODing, you would put this product up their nose as a nasal spray, right?
1: Yes, exactly. So, let's say you recognize the opioid overdose triad. You see someone unconscious. They have pinpoint pupils, and you can see that. They're gasping for air. They sound like they're snoring potentially. And you look at their respiratory rate and it's under 12 breaths per minute. Um, You want to, you think that this person is going into an overdose. The first thing you want to do is call 911 because you want to make sure that the person gets the proper medical attention that they need. So calling 911 is the first thing that you want to do. And then next, you want to hopefully you'll have the naloxone around and you want to administer the naloxone into one of their nasal cavities into their nose. Um, it's kind of like flanase. if you ever use that, but mm-hmm. yeah, so you administer it into their nose and then wait three to five minutes to see if they respond. If they don't respond, you want to try to administer another dose. Um, if they don't respond to that within three to five minutes, you want to keep trying to administer as many doses until they do respond. Um, and this is going to look like them coming back into consciousness. They'll start breathing again. After administering that, you also want to perform rescue breaths. Um, one breath every three to five or every five to six seconds. So we think that that's really important as well. Just to keep, like we said, like respiratory depression, the issue with that is that oxygen isn't able to get to the person's brain so just being able to keep airflow and oxygen flow to their brain until the paramedics arrive is the best
0: do you know how many lives this product has saved
1: off of the top of my head no i can tell you though that end overdose we trained um i mean the number increases each month but last month we've trained around 6,000 people on how to recognize and respond to an overdose, which means that 6,000 more people who know how to save a life and have the ability to be able to do so if they recognize an overdose and they know what to do, which is really awesome.
0: Have you been around somebody who's ODing and, and they've used your product?
1: Personally, I have not been around somebody who's OD'd. I've been around a lot of Drug use, I would say. I've seen drug use, which is what kind of prompted me and uh, my friend Maddie at UCLA to start our chapter at UCLA. And that's how I got involved with End Overdose. We wanted to make sure our peers were safe and our community members at UCLA and our friends were all safe.
0: Do you see those who are taking drugs? It's a a weird thing, Gianna, because at the end of the day, you don't want to see people taking drugs at all, right? But is it inevitable? Maybe it is to some. And when you're at these raves and you're at parties, more times than not, there's going to be drugs around and you want to make sure that at worst case scenario, if they do take a drug, if it's laced, if they're ODing, you have this product where they can you know, put the nasal spray up the nose and save a life. But at the end of the day, Are you guys trying to get them eventually off drugs?
1: For an overdose, I think a huge thing for us is that we're a harm reduction company and um, organization, which means that we don't necessarily judge people for where they're at um, and what they're going through. We just want to be able to save a life of somebody and, equip other people as well to be able to save the lives of their friends and their peers and their family members and their loved ones because we don't think that anybody else should have to die, mm-hmm. especially if the deaths are preventable by having the right medication and having the right education and the right tools to be able to prevent a death from overdose. Mm-hmm.
0: And the product is free, correct?
1: Yeah, so the naloxone is free. You just have to pay for shipping off of our website and I think that's actually really great if that's also an issue for people emailing us we want to make this as accessible as possible for everybody which I think is super awesome and why I love End Overdose because at pharmacies like walking into a local pharmacy it could be up to $140 just for um a box of Narcan so Mm -hmm. it's like kind of ridiculous how expensive these drugs are and how necessary they are to be able to save a life.
0: And that's at endoverdose.net?
1: Yes, you could access the naloxone on endoverdose.net.
0: How long usually does it take to get mailed out?
1: It depends. I think right now we've seen a higher than normal influx of orders recently. So um, we are a little bit backlogged, but within, I would say, a week, at the most you should
0: be able to get Mm -hmm. anything else that I missed Gianna that, that you want to talk about
1: no I think I think we pretty much covered everything thank you so much for having me of
0: course and letting
1: me share about our organization
0: well there you go an interesting business right because it's inevitable that people are going to take drugs drugs are always going to be around so if they're going to do it and they're going to party they're going to have fun at worst case, at least you can save a life with the product. I don't, I don't, ex- I don't experience drugs. I never have. I don't know what it what it is. I just know that fentanyl has really taken over this space, and to create a product like this is is awesome. Um, so I asked her that you know if, if we can take people off of drugs, and but uh, that's a whole different subject and topic. I feel like everybody knows somebody who is died of fentanyl or I mean it's on the news all day long and we're hearing about this stuff all day long so pretty interesting stuff man it's crazy so you can purchase the product at endoverdose.net we'll put them in the show links and again if you can Spotify ratings five stars that would be appreciative as it helps us rank Thank you so much for making me a part of your day. Until next time, folks, I am I Gabriel. No wasted days. Let's go.